everybody what's going on welcome to the get the bag podcast episode 17 i think can't keep track at this point i hope you guys are having a great day i'm your host claudia castro got my co-host tim park what's up fam what's going on um yeah today's gonna be a really good topic uh given what's going on right now uh in the market um but of course don't forget to subscribe like this video uh we're on here every week Uh, i believe we have our instagram handles uh that you can probably see and um how how you guys can reach us so we want it we're here to help help make you guys more money so uh without further ado kind of uh going into our topic talking about the foreclosure trends and especially as like a wholesaler or investor Mm -hmm. how you can really take advantage um of what's going on with the pain points the issues that are happening in the market right now uh there's been tons and tons of articles the one famous one that came out a couple of weeks ago, which is that Houston, uh, I think, complex. It was like, yeah, how many complex? I think I just had it in front of me, but I think 3, they had like over 3,200. Yeah, it was crazy. They lost their their property, which is insane. Um, Tim, why don't you kind of talk about like uh, what's kind of going on in the commercial space? Uh, because I, I do. And I think just in being in different discussions about this, uh, they've talked yeah. about how the commercial um, real estate, how commercial real estate will possibly suffer uh, for people who, you know, got into mm-hmm. uh, loans and it, it's not looking too hot right now. Um, and for those who don't know what a foreclosure is, um, yeah. it's, you know, when you stop making mortgage payments uh, and your lenders like, yo, what the hell? Like what's going on? Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. and worst case scenario gets to a point, there's certain steps, which we'll discuss, uh, but you could potentially lose your property uh, due to um, not keeping up with your payments. So um, 100%. what are you seeing in the, in the commercial space since, you know, you're working so heavily in that uh, right now in terms well, of I, uh, foreclosures? Yeah. Um, I think there's a, a few things happening in a commercial space. Uh, I think uh, this is a testament to that uh, Houston big property multifamily that was hit uh, on a foreclosure. One of the things is syndication. <clears throat> um, a lot of uh, syndicator out, syndicators out there are um, inflating some of their numbers. So when they do have a, a particular debt um, or loan they have and it adjusts to the interest rates that there are now, now they're instead of making money for their investors, they're losing money for their investors and they cannot pay, you know, the loan really. So um, the rents aren't covering um, what they need to actually make the loan payments and then pay back their investors. So, uh, right. or so basically uh, how, how it works is there is just over leveraging uh, the debt. Right. So right. Um, if they didn't uh, do their due diligence and account for, um, you know, the high interest rates, a lot of these, even in the construction space, they're over leveraged and they can't pay their workers to get these projects done. Um, some of them are asking for like, let's say $20,000 to hold them over for, you know, another 30 days so they can at least pay their staff to get 
you know, some of the work done. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're asking for partnerships for that. And, you know, that's a one way to get into one of these deals. If, um, if you, if you have the cash and, um, you think you can get a percentage of it, but it's really kind of over leveraging, um, uh, the debt they're over leveraged on, um, the project. Uh, so, that's what's been really happening in the, you know, multifamily space and commercial space. Right. And is it something that, um, you know, you're, cause you know, you have tons of relationships too, um, that you're kind of seeing where some owners are possibly looking to sell just to kind of avoid getting in a bind sort of thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of the owners are, Uh, Well, you know, it depends on where you're at, too. So some of these owners want to exit and uh, before they get into foreclosure. So you'll end up getting it at a discount. But then um, it's just like, you know, single family with creative financing and stuff like that. You know, we'll they'll pay up what they are owed and then take over the payments for that and then, you know, assume the property that way as well too. So there's a lot of creative ways in, in handling um, a foreclosure situation and depending on um, what that seller, you know, situation is, then there, there could be a solution, but some people are just really tied to their property and um, you know, are not open to that. So um right especially now in California with the mansion tax and all of this, there has to be, you know, um, some, I guess, leeway, right? There's someone, someone has to give a little bit um, just because of all these taxes and, and what situation that particular seller is in. Yeah. And um, I mean, I think you brought up like really good points. And, and one of the things is like targeting those owners too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of been one of my, my main focuses is um, reaching out to those multifamily, maybe mom and pop owners that, um, you know, just kind of <laughs> may, may potentially be stuck um, with their property. And at some point, you know, when, when that kind of motivation comes through, that's where, you know, people like us uh, mm-hmm. really kind of offering a solution um, where it's like, hey, you don't have time to list it or, you know, you just need to sell right away. Like this is where, you know, we can kind of take advantage of of the the moment, but not in terms of like taking advantage of, of their situation, but, you know, kind of helping them out of a tough, tough position. Uh, and, and I mean, the same with residential. And I think mm-hmm. I was reading an article on the on the real deal about California in general and like how the foreclosures have jumped. I think it was like 116% or something like Jeez. that um, from like a year ago. Uh, and then we talk about too, like, um, you know, just California being a tenant, tenant, uh, the tenant jurisdictions are, you know, favor the tenants. Um, mm-hmm. And so tenants who have haven't paid for years, uh, it's just all catching up. Um, and, you know, homeowners, especially those mom and pop, not the larger, um, you know, uh, owners that own mm-hmm. multiple properties uh, are kind of stuck in a rut too. And, uh, but then they're seen as the bad guys or bad, yeah. you know, but just, mm-hmm. they're just seen in a, in a bad light and, um, you know, they kind of are running out of options. So uh, for those, you know, getting into wholesaling, uh, foreclosures are a really great opportunity. I mean, and I think the main thing is also keeping up with the news of like terms of what's happening. And I think yeah. that's, that's the biggest thing too, when you're starting out, 
is kind of keeping your ear to like the ground of like what's happening, like what are the experienced wholesalers saying? What are you know what's not necessarily the main news media like that? There, that's kind of coming late. Um, yeah, but you know, you got to yeah. kind of catch the trends of, um, and that this is something like I think Chris has ta been talking about too for the last several months of like, hey, foreclosures, 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 um, and so. Uh, it's it's a great opportunity to close more deals is, you know, reaching out to these specific homeowners. Um, and how do you get that kind of data? Like, how do you get foreclosure data? And and so there are different ways. It does vary by state, mm -hmm. I believe. But um, one of them being the county clerk's office. Yeah. Usually it's all public records. You can request uh, FEMA, uh, I believe, and, and giving them a call. Some some states are a little bit more difficult than others. So yeah. sometimes, you know, you have to uh, do the most. Uh, but if if that's a little bit difficult, sometimes there's these like third party services um, where you can kind of gather some data for a good amount of money. Uh, one of those I think that um, I've used uh, for probates as well and uh, will probably for foreclosures is foreclosuresdaily.com. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, PropStream also has data, but it's like on, on the pre-foreclosure side, uh, which we'll talk mm -hmm. about like what that means. Um, Again, in some states, maybe the courthouse may have it. Uh, so there's various options. I would just do your research or ask an experienced wholesaler investor in the area in terms of like, hey, are you targeting foreclosures? Like what's what's what does your process look like? Um, and just gather and typically it is free too as well. If yeah. You get it the public records. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think uh, another good website for at least um, for foreclosures. Uh, and probate leads are uh, Retran for California. Um, mm. Retran's a website that pulls actually data from the city or the courts. So um, you can purchase, it, you know, it, it, it's something you would have to purchase, but um, it gives you a month over month data for, for that as well, too. And then also um, there's these sites where you can go on to actually buy the note. Um, mm -hmm. of it so where you're taking over you're you're becoming the bank at that time so you're purchasing the note and then let's say they uh, they're about to foreclose then you take over the property at that point too so right so there's there's a lot of different I guess ways to kind of do it but um, yeah uh, all the ways that we are mentioning are you know good kind of great ways to um, get in front of sellers I guess you would say yeah. And, and I think in order, and, and again, like we've talked about like going deep, not wide. And so once mm -hmm. you've kind of established, like when you're starting out in wholesaling, um, picking an area that you want to focus on, like, you know, for us, when we started out it was like absentee 60 plus, Yeah, it was like 100%. super simple. Right. Um, but what happens with a lot of people is like, they, they're just all over the place in terms of like what they want to focus on. And so mm -hmm. um, what's usually recommended is like, I like to stack my data too. So if I can find an absentee 60, uh, I don't know, high, like maybe high equity, low equity with um, yeah. foreclosure, maybe probate, mm -hmm. like that's like motivator on top of motivator. Right. And so let right. me target those first. Um, and so it's just kind of being smart with the data and the, and the quality of data does matter. Um, at some point, you know, if you want to really take your business to the next level, because uh, mm -hmm. there's only so many absentee 60 plus records, it's pretty big. Um, but it's also understanding the process. So if you're going to, if you want to get into probates, if you want to get into foreclosures, it's understanding how, what, how does a foreclosure work? How does a probate work? And I remember like you and I were kind of like 
trying the JV on like a probate um, out here. And I even had to ask you, so I hadn't really focused on that. And I was like, wait, so what happens when this happens? And then, you Mm -hmm. know, so you have to kind of do your due diligence or some research on your end before getting into it. And so in terms of foreclosure, I kind of have like a, a timeline in front of me of like, from start to finish and like kind of where wholesalers or investors can kind of fit in. Um, and when we ca- talk about pre foreclosures, that's like, say the seller misses, I think one to three months mm-hmm. of their mortgage yeah, payment. You're right. Usually nothing's going to happen, but you may get a pre foreclosure letter from the bank saying like, yo, you know, you mm-hmm. missed, missed some payments <laughs> going on. Um, but the, after that, once you've missed consecutive months of, of payments, that's kind of where the pre-foreclosure process starts. I think it's like 120 days where um, plus yeah. days where you get a notice of default yeah. and is filed on the public record. So that's where it kind of funnels into PropStream saying like, hey, they've received a notice saying you've missed a consecutive amount of days uh, mm-hmm. or months or whatever uh, mortgage payments. You're going to have to pay up or these are the consequences kind of thing. So right. um, if you're able to capture owners here, a lot of times there, what, what happens with, especially with foreclosures is owners are a little, I don't want to say um, they're a little, um, I don't know. They, they, they don't really want to believe what's happening. So mm-hmm. they're kind of in denial mm-hmm. in of the situation. Yeah. They're like, no, it's fine. I'm not going to sell. Cause I've dealt with people who are like, there's an auction date, uh, date set. And yeah. they're like, no, 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 I'm not going to sell. And it's just, yeah. you know, it's just, maybe it's a pride thing. I'm not quite yeah, sure, yeah. but. Um, from the time it's the pre foreclosure to some point, they're going to schedule an auction date set. So you, fr- from that time frame, sometimes you don't really know you, that's where you really want to market and mm-hmm. close a deal, um, yeah. sign the contract to sign it, um, get, getting the property sold before auction, the, the, right. before the auction date it's set. So it can be a short window. It can be, it just really varies, um, on the state. Um, but once the date is set, it's a lot harder to save the deal um, because you, you have to do quite a few things in like maybe calling the lender. Um, I, I think there's a few things you can do. Um, I think I had listed here like a loan mm-hmm. mo- modification, ba- file bankruptcy, refinance. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a lot of things you can do, but it, it takes a lot of work. So that's where it's like during that pre foreclosure process is where um, you know, you can really, you, you have a little bit more time um, to do, mm-hmm. Kind of handle that, um, and and then not just like in coming in offering the seller with solutions too, because maybe sometimes yeah. you know they want to stay in their house. So how can you help them save, um, you know, and, and turn their life around and, and actually stay in their house? Um, but once the auction date set, and then it goes into the foreclosure auction. Uh, usually, you know, banks are willing to sell. I think what's owed at the minimum, and I mm-hmm. think I wrote here. Uh, most sellers will deal with you three to seven days before auction. So that's usually yeah, when yeah. it gets really real and they're like, oh shit, I got to, I got to sell. I'm going to lose my house. Where am I going to stay? Um, and it's really unfortunate. And so I think it's really important during that open window to like really frame your conversations with the sellers mm-hmm. in terms of like, um, like, Hey, well we've, we've dealt with this or kind of, you know, uh, share a story, um, mm-hmm. you know, of what's, what's happening. Cause um, what's, once it's like goes into REO and all that stuff, like you, it's really hard. I think you, you, you can, you can't wholesale it at that time, but you can maybe mm-hmm. double close on it. Yeah. Um, so that's sort of like the timeline of a foreclosure yeah. process. So, you know, just based off this discussion, you guys can probably take that information and, and 
and just kind of dig a little bit deeper into it. But it's really important to understand. And because I've, I've had people where they're like, hey, I have this lead they want to sell right now. And it's like, OK, cool. Is an auction date been set or and they're like, oh, yeah, it's mm -hmm. already it's already in the auction and it's being sold today or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it is. And it's just like at that point, it's like, oh, I don't know if, if there's anything we can do at that point. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just understanding the process so that you, you can help the seller. Um, right. As much as you can. Yeah, I th um, if you remember Chase, she was on here. Um, yeah, uh, it's she actually because she's a realtor, and sometimes you know there's so much a realtor can do. You know they do short sales or whatever the case may be, but mm -hmm. she really kind of wanted to help her seller out. So um, I was able to advise her on what she needed to do for her to kind of right. Get yeah, that's the, the one she wholesaled, done. right? Yeah, yeah. So she. Uh, I think it was the the seller had four weeks or something and she was able to find a, a, a buyer and wholesale it for, you know, within the two week time frame and got it done in three weeks before, you know, she kind of lost her house. So, right. Um, so she really was able to help that seller out and there was no foreclosure on that seller's record. She was really happy. I think she got some money back as well, too. So, um but um, there are other other ways to kind of help, even if you're a realtor, like and you don't understand this process, you know, you can reach out to us and, you know, we can we can help you out on, you know, you you getting she got more money wholesaling that deal than she, than would she would have, have as a listing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, and that's the thing what we've talked about, too, with like how Asians can make more money um, if they just like. Do you can wholesale too. And yeah. I think that's she came with this problem. She's like, it, did, it doesn't make sense as a listing. Like, I can't list this right? because um, it's a whole process. Uh, can I wholesale this? And then the, the answer is yes, you can. Mm -hmm. You can you can wholesale as a realtor. And I think um, I don't know if it's just lack of education or just like stubborn or, you know, they look people, you know, realtors look at wholesalers as like, yeah. you know the worst people ever know, um, there, there are some out there yeah. for sure um but you know I, I think the main thing is just being open-minded of the opportunities like who's gonna say no to money if you have a chance to make more money why would you not go that route like i think uh me and and uh chuck who we've had on as a guest we're working um with a realtor and we're just explaining like hey you know maybe this is something we can do uh you know we can wholesale and they were just not open to it. They're just mm -hmm. stuck in their old ways and that you're going to be stuck in, in that sense. So it's, you know, it's, it was great for Chase to recognize mm -hmm. uh, the opportunity and being like, okay, I, I think I can do this, but what does that process look like? And a lot of times it's just, you can just use a, the basic agreement, but just kind of listing like, Hey, I'm not representing you as a realtor. And there's mm -hmm. certain verbiage you can use. Um, but there's so many more deals that agent can close um, by wholesaling. And a lot of times when you're, when people are going through these foreclosure processes or probate, they're naturally, they reach out to a realtor. So mm -hmm. if you don't understand the process or if it doesn't make sense as a listing, they just see it as dead deals possibly. Right. Exactly. I'm like, well, this isn't going to work out for me instead of like, you know, and I think from our perspective, it's always like solution oriented in terms mm -hmm. of like, okay, well, what options, and at least for me, um, if it even doesn't, the, the price doesn't work out, I'm like, well, maybe you can list it with the realtor or maybe you can do X, Y, and Z It's just offering mm -hmm. as many options um, as possible. So uh, I think that's a great, that I love that you brought her situation up because that's, that's more, that's so common that people mm -hmm. go to realtors to, um, 
hey, help, help me list this house. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't have, I'm going through foreclosure. Right. Uh, I don't know if an auction date is set. Can you check that for me? You know, there's, there's a lot of handholding, but mm -hmm. you know, it's really gratifying being, being able to save, um, you know, a, a seller from losing their home. And once the foreclosure process is done, that goes on your record. Like, yep. And it makes it really tough to find, to either buy another house or rent, whatever mm -hmm. it is. And so, no, you know, nobody should have to go through that. Yeah. It's on your record for, I think, seven to 10 years or something like that. Yeah. So it's going to be hard for you to kind of bounce back from that. Um, uh, on on the realtor thing, I think, you know, if a realtor is not willing to work with you on that or, you know, just, you know, it, just ask them a question. Have you run into any foreclosure situations where you weren't able to help out, you know, that particular seller? And if that's the case, do you mind if I get that information or do you have leads like that? Because then you can take over that particular um, situation and then either give a referral feedback to the agent. And then, you know, the agent may come to you later, like, how do you close that deal or whatever the case may be? And so I, I think outside from just those type of leads, you kind of think outside the box and how you can have maybe realtors help you out and get those type of leads as well. Absolutely. And I think that's what we talk about, like networking and establishing mm -hmm. relationships. Well, real estate is a long-term game. Um, so you should be meeting and talking to as many people as possible, uh, brokers, all that stuff. So, uh, the opportunities are there. Um, and you know, it's, um, it's an interesting time in the market. And, um, you know, I, I think I mentioned earlier is like taking advantage of the circumstances, but I don't want to kind of to come off where like taking advantage of somebody else's like a uh, bad situation. Um, I just mean of like being taking advantage of, of the situation in terms of helping others mm -hmm. uh, not lose their home, not get, you know, uh, have that on their record uh, mm -hmm. coming with value and offering options um, and collaboration. Like yeah. there's no reason why a realtor and wholesaler shouldn't be working more deals together. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think that's something you and I've talked about in, in terms of like um, offering courses or just like, really networking and like putting it out there of mm -hmm. people can make more money doing it that way. And like, yeah. I don't see anybody saying no <laughs> to yeah. a lead where it's like, Hey, I have M buyers or Hey, I have this, this listing yeah. or I have this and that. Um, so collaboration is key. Uh, and foreclosures guys is definitely something you guys can, can get, whether it's like prop stream or the, you know, the different uh, areas that we mentioned mm -hmm. earlier uh, on ga gathering that data uh, and offering solutions uh, for these sellers. Cause it's going to be happening. Uh, I'm preparing for it here in California. Yeah. Like I was saying, I'm targeting multifamily mom and pops, um, mm -hmm. you know, with uh, who may be upside down their mortgage. So, um, you know, I, I think it's, it's just a good time to uh, you know, just again, make money, but helping people at the same time, of course. Right. hundred percent. And, you know, it's good to target those things because we just don't know what's going to happen with people's jobs. You know, people are losing their jobs and then, that's you true. know, they're, that's another they're, thing. Yeah. They're renting from, you know, these uh, mom and pops and, you know, now they're trying to scramble to get a, you know, tenant in there. They can't do it. They're older. They don't want to mess with it. So they're tired landlord. So there's a lot of situations where you you can come in and, you know, help that particular landlord out or, you know, multifamily out and, and kind of uh, work it out in your benefit. So, right. 
Absolutely. Well, we hope you guys really enjoyed this nice, sweet and short episode <laughs> on like uh, foreclosures. Uh, let us know, reach out to us. If you have any questions throughout the process, if you're an agent or a new wholesaler, whatever it is, we're here to help. Tim was able to help out a realtor in, in Houston. Like, yeah, I think they, they saw your TikTok video or something. Yeah. It was uh, over a TikTok. So yeah. So they reached out. Yeah. If you're, yeah. If you're a realtor, don't like, come across a foreclosure lead that typically would be a dead lead um you know in the agent's eyes uh reach out to us let us know if you have any questions but hope you guys got a lot out of this uh we'll be back next week 8 a.m uh pacific 11 a.m eastern um don't have the what we'll be talking about but i'm sure you'll hear about it um (laughs) but thank you guys so much for tuning in have a great rest of your day and we'll uh, talk to y'all next week all right see y'all peace